Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Carving It Up 2023 March Madness Show. As always, I'm Bryson Carver. It is great to have you in a little later than usual. And, and on a Wednesday, by the way, the only, only Wednesday shows I normally do are during Thanksgiving weekend during the NFL season because I'm, I don't do a show on Thanksgiving, okay? We watch football on Thanksgiving. We talk to our families. We, 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 we eat great Thanksgiving food. But this is one of those rare occasions where I am live on a Wednesday, so I'm looking forward to getting to it. Uh, my guest, uh, Jamel, will be joining in just a second. But uh, basically what we're going to be doing on today's show is that we're going to go over all the games for March Madness. We're, you know, obviously all the first round matchups, uh, potential upsets, uh, teams that could bust your bracket. I, I've got one in particular that I think is going to get much, much further than any of the experts think that they will. And it's not Tennessee, even though I'm repping Tennessee today. It's a much lower seed, a double-digit seed. Um, but I'm looking forward to get into it. You, you've got, obviously, a ton of contenders out there. Alabama has high expectations. Uh, we understand some of the off-court drama that they've dealt with. Uh, Purdue's had a great season. They're a one seed. Uh, Arizona, UCLA, the powerhouses coming out of the Pac-12. I think Texas A&M, a seven seed, is, was one of the more snub teams in terms of where they were uh, – where where the committee seated them, but uh, but that's why they call it March Madness. Okay, it's gonna be very very exciting. I'm looking forward to to getting into uh, getting into all of it. And so, without further ado, uh, let, let's go and get our, our our guest on the show. He's never been on Carving Up Live before, but he is a teammate of mine here at the Grid Network. Would you please welcome? <laughs> Jamel Crowthers. Did I say that right? Crowthers, close. Crowthers, Jamel Crowthers. Yes. Is joining Carving Up Live. Jamel, it's great to have you on, man. How you doing? Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm excited for March Madness. Before we get into any of that, I did want to ask you, because again, like I said, you are here at the Grid Network. Um, talk to me about you know what's sort of your your role in the team, because you're, you're sort of a behind-the-scenes guy that maybe doesn't get the credit that he deserves. Uh, kind of like that role player who, who does the dirty work on the basketball yep. team. Uh, but you're an in integral part of the Grid. So tell, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your role here, here at the Grid Network. Um, well, I'm a huge sports fan. Um, when I was young, I used to do, you know, all the videos, stuff like that. Um, but I am behind the scenes at the grid. Um, I do make sure the website stays updated, you know, with, you know, the links to, you know, the pages, stuff like that, adding new people to the grid, um, writing blogs, um, tossing ideas, you know, with Barry having, you know, discussions on, you know, 
ways to kind of really continue to grow um, the grid. So that's pretty much my role. No, I, I love it. And, and like I said, it's great to have you here at the network. Um, we're making unbelievable strides uh, on social media, on YouTube. We're just adding some, you know, a new member to the team. So we're, listen, we're, we're rolling right now. Uh, and, and, you know, like I said, very excited to see we're, we're what, uh, we start in September, so seven months into this thing. So, right. uh, very, very, very exciting to see the progress that we've already made. So, if you are, if you're ready to go, like I said, you're kind of our college basketball expert. Uh, <laughs> so that's why I want to get you on. Uh, if you're ready to go, man, let, let's let's jump right into it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, All right. What well, region? What region we starting in? We're going to start in the South region. Okay, so we're going to start with uh, the the teams again. I mentioned Alabama earlier. Again, this graphic was created yesterday. The winner between Texas A&M, uh, CC, and and uh, Southeast Missouri State. Uh, I think Alabama is going to play Texas A&M. Uh, so uh, you got a one seed, sixteen seed. Again, as we all know, one sixteen seed in the history of the tournament has won. That was UMBC back in twenty eighteen. Uh, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, I think they beat Virginia, who went on to yes. win the championship a year later. Uh, you got the eight seed. Uh, yeah, eight seed Maryland versus nine seed West Virginia. Five seed San Diego State. Twelve seed. Charleston, and then finally you got four seed, the aforementioned Virginia, and thirteen seed Furman. So uh, off the top of your uh, off the top of your head, Jamel, what sort of a matchup that you're looking at in terms of hey, this is a must see. This is one where maybe it could bust your bracket. One that might be closer than some anticipate. What what sticks out to you here out of these first four games in the South region? I think Virginia and Furman. I think Furman mm. may bust the bracket. Okay, you think Furman's got a shot? That that's. That's very interesting. So I'm just going to go and jump right in. My predictions, I agree with you. Furman's advancing. I got oh, Furman wow. beat Virginia. Nice. I got Furman beat Virginia. Uh, again, Furman would, would face a Sa uh, San Diego State, who I think would knock off lower seed Charleston. Alabama takes care of business, do what virtually every one seed has done in history, and that's you know take care of their competition pretty easily. Eight seed Maryland. I'm sorry, uh, nine seed West Virginia knocks off uh, eight seed Maryland. Yep. Again, I, I think this is a situation where we don't necessarily – you could argue teams like Alabama, uh, uh, Purdue, Arizona are quote-unquote great teams, but I don't think we have that one dominant team in college basketball this season um, that just you know, jumps off the tape in terms of, hey, you, you got to watch out for these guys moving forward. They could really be a problem. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're definitely right about that. It's, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But I, th I think again, I think Alabama – Obviously, we know Brandon Miller uh, it has the potential to possibly be a top three pick on this upcoming draft. You've got Scott Henderson. Obviously, Victor Wimbiama is the, the no doubt number one pick. Yeah. Um, but but it, like I said, the the, the 13 seed Furman, again, you're going to see some double digit seeds advancing just like you do every tournament. Furman yeah. comes out of the Southern Conference. Uh, you, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see if they're able to make some noise. But I think as far as the matchup is concerned, uh, Virginia is a team that was kind of up and down, a little bit of a roller coaster this season. I feel like got a pretty favorable yeah. seed. Um, but listen, I, I, that's a, that, that's a game you watch out for. And I, I, I think Furman advances. So yeah. we'll move on to what's, what's that? Yeah, definitely. Furman is, I found out eighth in assists in the nation. <laughs> I was like, okay, so they pass Whoa. the ball, they get the ball movement. Oh yeah. They have three guards with over a hundred assists this season. So, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so there you go. Like I said, they get the ball moving. That maybe they play small, but if nothing yep. else, if, if the Golden State Warriors, the NBA, toss anything about that, it's use you know size. Uh, I'm sorry, use speed to your advantage. So moving on to the second half of the Southern Region uh, aspect of the bracket, you've got six seed Creighton versus eleven seed NC State, three seed Baylor versus fourteen seed UCSB, seven seed Missouri versus ten seed Utah State, and two seed Arizona taking on at fifteen seed Princeton. Any matchups? Any particular players? Maybe that 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 flash out to you right uh, right off the bat, Jamel, in terms of you know who could possibly cause an upset, who could advance uh, in the tournament. 
actually two in this section. I think NC State could surprise Creighton with their back guards, their, their guards with Joyner. Um, and I think Utah State could surprise Missouri. But I will say more of NC State could surprise Creighton. NC State could surprise Creighton. That's that, that's very that's an interesting one because again we know Creighton yeah. is is a team that tends to get to the stage uh, t- tends yeah. to be as consistent as they come in the Big East. But that would that be fascinating, especially as strong as the ACC was this season. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. So let's I'll just go ahead and jump right into my predictions. I do have Creighton beating NC State and advancing uh, okay. uh, to to the second round to the round of thirty two. They'll face Baylor, who take care of uh, UCSB. Uh, Utah State, I do agree with you. I think they beat Missouri. Yep. Missouri is a team out of the SEC. Uh, I, I've watched a few games of them this year because I'm a Tennessee fan. And yep. listen, they, they get the ball moving. They're a very, very good three-point shooting team, which could be dangerous for a team like mm-hmm. Utah State or if they were to advance moving forward. Uh, defensively, though, they are atrocious. So I think Utah yeah. State can get essentially <laughs> whatever they want. Yes. And you can't be bad defensively uh, and advance the tournament, even past round one against a, a lower seed. So I, I think Missouri goes down in round one. And Arizona do, uh, does, does what they got to do they take care of princeton so again any any disagreements any qualms again i i I know you you mentioned nc state as a team that could possibly uh make some noise yeah i just think nc state they'd have to really come out against creighton and just hit shots early on i mean i've watched nc state a few times um i think you know if they come out hot and they start hitting shots they get the ball i downloaded dj burns let him get going a little bit against great creighton's big i think you know they can keep the game going but creighton does have a really good team they really do this year no, that no, they do. And again, like I said, the Big East is, is incredibly deep. We've got a couple comments from my mm-hmm. man Philip. What's up, Philip? He says, "Now I've got Princeton upsetting Arizona. Wow, that is so. This is like Lehigh wow. Duke back in the day. So I mean, yeah. we're talking fifteen seed over two seed. I I, I like it. I like it. And he yeah. says it's gonna be crazy March Madness. I love this month. Well, listen, if if it if March starts off like that, then then we are really in for some musty TV uh, oh, over the next two and a half oh, weeks. Yes. But hey, look, listen, I'm not discounting anything, Jamel. Okay, anything can happen. Again, I agree." Uh, UMBC being, again, I, I mentioned the only 16-seed 16 te- 16 team to win. If I'm not mistaken, they won that game by 20. So it wasn't even a contest. It wasn't a situation not where they got a lucky bounce. It was, I mean. just They just came out, started gunning. I remember that game, too. They started hitting shots. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, no, that was that was a crazy matchup. So we'll now shift to the East region. Uh, so we'll start with one seed Purdue uh, taking on either Texas Southern or Farley Dickinson. Uh, is, is that okay? Yeah, that that game has not been completed yet. So they'll they'll take on right. one of those two teams uh, coming out of the first four. Eight seed Memphis taking on nine seed Florida Atlantic. Five seed Duke, who finished this season hot, taking on twelve seed Oral Roberts, who had a, a, a Cinderella run just a couple of years ago. If I'm not mistaken, to the either Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight. You've got four seed Tennessee. My Volunteers taking on the thirteen seed Louisiana Ragin Cajuns. Uh, you know, before I before I pass off to you, I'm seeing a lot of the a lot of the sharps in Vegas. I think Tennessee's a 10, 11 point favorite. A lot of people are, are, are saying if Louisiana doesn't win, they may at least cover, uh, which is a very interesting take in, in my view. Look, Tennessee has been a team that has, uh, you know, got off to a great start uh, this season. They were at one point in January ranked second. Uh, they beat Kansas easily they beat texas easily they've got a win against alabama so they've got an impressive resume but their bad losses are, are, are pretty bad you, know, you talk about the loss to florida uh, i know they've got a loss to vanderbilt on there uh they've lost actually back-to-back games to florida and vanderbilt on buzzer beaters uh which was you know just heartbreaking heartbreaking and mind-boggling especially with the missed defensive assignment on both plays uh and tennessee had a pretty early exit by their standards in the sec tournament so 
losing six there at their last 10, not going into the tournament with a ton of momentum. Uh, that's my take on Tennessee. Outside of just Tennessee and, and all the other teams listed there, uh, Jamel, is there anything that sticks out to you uh, right off the bat? No, not really. I just like how Memphis played in the their uh, conference championship AEC. Um, so okay. um, they're pretty hot right now coming into the state tournament. Um, I don't see, I don't really see any upsets in this part of the East region, to be honest. I respect that. I respect that. Okay, well, let, let, let's jump to my predictions. Uh, I, I pretty much agree with you. I think all the high seeds win uh, in, in this in this uh, region of the East East region. Purdue takes care of business as the one seed. Memphis beats that Florida Atlantic. I agree with you. Memphis, coached by Penny Hardaway, uh, have played great team basketball over the last few weeks. Uh, Duke takes care of Oral Roberts, although I saw, again, Duke's only like a six-point favorite. Oral Roberts is as hot as any team coming into the tournament. Man. That's... I don't know if Duke got a very reason or a a, a a favorable yeah, draw here. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they 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 got uh they got put in a tough situation in this one. But uh, hey, and I'm not. And by the way, I'm not certain too that they shouldn't be a higher seed. I mean, I'm not a Duke guy, but I mean the way they played at the end, especially the way they just rolled through the ACC tournament. I you know it's right. It's a fair question to ask, and then, I, like I said, I think Tennessee. I, I'm not going to say we we smoke Louisiana because I, I think Louisiana's a good basketball team coming in, but uh, kind of a game where they sort of pull away in the second half and get a pretty comfortable win, uh, setting up a, a, a possible bet. Yes, I'm putting it out there between me and Barry. Okay, a, a Duke Tennessee matchup. We're gonna have to put something on that should that come to pass. I'm, I'm okay. crying. I mean, listen, I want Oral Roberts to win just so we have an easier path. But hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> Uh, do you, again, you, you, you talked about higher seats winning. Do you have any, you know, any gripes with this? Any, any issue? Nope. Not at all. That's pretty much what I got from my bracket too. All right. Sounds good. Let's see. We got a comment here, uh, from, uh, yeah, and Philip says, "Listen, I hate Duke, but they deserve a higher seed." And Philip, by the way, I know him. He, he he's a big North Carolina fan, and he was obviously, I'm sure, disappointed they weren't able to get into the tournament. But listen, I, again, I I thought the way that they played toward the end of the season, this is by Duke standards, somewhat of a veteran team. Obviously, you got uh, the new head coach coming in to replace Coach K. So you got you know you you, you had a lot of question marks around this program, and I I think they answered them pretty emphatically uh, as as the season progressed in terms of how they developed. Yep. I would say they got hot at the right time, I think, going into the ACC tournament. And, you know, Terrence Proctor started, you know, to step up his game. Um, you know, Lively started to score a little bit more because I, when I watched Duke a lot of games, you know, he wasn't really the scoring guy, but he started getting some, you know, scoring in double figures, which does help Duke in a lot of ways. Obviously, Kyle Phillips. You know, Filipowski, I mean, come on, that guy is NBA ready, to be honest, if you really look at him. I mean, I'm a Carolina fan, too, but look, I got to right. the respect to him much to do what they did. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like I said, you know, you're getting getting hot at the right time. And here, here's Barry. He's in the chat. So he's excited about Duke. So, uh, listen, yeah, Duke feels like – exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, I, I will say I've seen a lot of uh, – a lot of brackets having Duke uh, get to the Final Four. I actually think I saw uh, uh, former President Obama had Duke winning the whole thing. So a lot of people are high on Duke right now. So wow. uh, yeah, listen, I don't want to face them as Tennessee as long as we take care of Louisiana. But listen, that, that's what I think is going to happen. Moving on to the uh, to the second half of the Eastern Region, we got Kentucky, 6 seed Kentucky taking on 11 seed Providence, 3 seed Kansas State taking on 14-seed Montana State, 7-seed Michigan State, taking on 10-seed USC, 2-seed Marquette, which I misspelled, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, versus 15-seed uh, Vermont uh, to round out the East. Uh, real quick before I, I ask you about what you think about these matchups, Philip says, Duke is what uh, UNC was last year, got hot at the end of the year, first-year head coach, new motivation. That, that's I mean, listen, that's got to have something to do with it, 
And that's not a shot, obviously, at Coach K or even at Roy Williams. But, you know, when you get a new, fresh voice in there, somebody who's uh, who understands how to get the best out of people, listen, the sky's the limit. But is there any matchup right off the bat? Again, Jamel, I, Kentucky Providence kind of sticks out to me, uh, and, and as well as Michigan State USC. What's one that sort of jumps out at you right off the bat? I agree with you. Kentucky Providence can go either way. Um, I think Providence, you, you know, they had their struggles at the end of the season, so I don't know what they're going to be like come tournament time. Kentucky, you know, they're up and down. Um, I don't know what Kentucky's backcourt is going to look like, you know, for the tournament. You know, you know, Calipari, you know, lost uh, Savon Wheeler and his other guard, his other guard for a little while. Um, yes, in Michigan State, USC, that can go either way too. So, uh yeah, but I don't have the lower seeds beating the higher seeds in those situations. But those games, I think, will be closer than we think. Okay, so we've got a clean sweep as far as the higher seeds right here. Yes. Okay, well, let's see what I got. I've got, I, I agree with you. I, I've got Kentucky beating Providence, Kansas State knocking off lower seed of Montana State. Uh, Michigan State, who's who's really been up and down the season, incredibly inconsistent, especially for a Tom Izzo team. You pretty much know what you're getting uh, all the way through, but they come in sort of somewhat limping in the tournament, so to speak. Uh, but I think they, they take care of business against the Trojans. And again, Mark mm-hmm. Kemp, which I misspelled once again. I apologize to the audience. I corrected that in the next slide. They beat Vermont. Uh, Marquette's been the one team I feel like everybody's sort of looking over all season long. They're playing it. Excellent basketball, Jamel. Oh, yes, they are. Cam Jones, whew, that guy is a tough guy to guard. Good. Iguodalo is like Draymond Green when he was at Michigan State. He can literally set up your offense and really get it going. So long as he doesn't get in foul trouble, I think Marquette goes very far. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think they're, they're, they're a serious problem in the tournament. So, again, moving on out of the eastern region to the Midwest region, we've got one seed Houston, who a lot of people are very high on this season, taking on 16 seed North Kentucky, eight seed Iowa versus nine seed Auburn, five seed Miami versus 12 seed Drake, four seed Indiana versus 13 seed Kent State. Uh, again, I, I'm not as high in Houston as some. I'm, I'm not coming out right at the bat saying like North Kentucky is going to do the impossible. Uh, Auburn is a team. Listen, I, as a Tennessee fan, Bruce Pearl will always hold a special place in my heart because he used to coach there. Uh, this is a very unconventional Auburn team coming in. Again, this is, you know, I, I watched a lot of their games this year and if, you know they played some of the best of the best. I watched the game. They played Alabama. They were, they led by like 17 on the road and, and gave up the game in overtime as, as the game progressed. Uh, yep. Is there one again, Iowa Auburn is kind of the one that sticks out to me, but what's, is there a game you're like, ah, I don't know. I don't know if this team is, is getting enough credit it deserves or even a team that's maybe getting too much credit coming into March. Uh, I, um, I think Indiana Kent State will be a closer game than we think. Okay. Uh, I think Kent State will surprise Indiana. I have them actually upsetting Indiana. Um, Iowa Auburn can go either way though. I, I know that was the listen. That, that was one of my toughest first to round predictions. Oh my God, Bryson, that was hard for me to decide. I mean, I do have Iowa being Auburn. You, you got know, Iowa. Yeah, I do have Iowa, but you know, Auburn is not the same team as they were last year. You know, Walker Kessler, Jabari Smith, you know, now they don't. Now they're really depending on Wendell Green and Katie Johnson to carry the team, and they're going to have to play spectacular to beat Iowa because Iowa's um, backcourt, they're, they're bigger than Auburn's backcourt. So that's kind of why I really lean more towards Iowa. 
I don't disagree with you. So let's, let's go and get in my prediction. My big upset is 12 seed Drake being five seed Miami. A lot oh, of people like Miami you. this year, but listen, it, it, it might just be God's plan. If you know what I'm saying for Drake yep. to beat out Miami, mm-hmm. you know, to, to advance They're They're one of the, the lower seeds. I think has an opportunity to go far. I don't blame you at all for that pick at all, Bryson, because Miami, they fell apart in the ACC tournament. I don't know yes. what happened. They were one of the best teams in the conference. And I'm like, come on, Coach Larinaga, what happened? And that's, I think, part of why they dropped to that five seed um, in the tournament. Sure. But I think Drake I think Drake will stay with them, too. I wouldn't be surprised if Drake wins. I'm with you. I'm with you. And again, Houston takes care of North Kentucky. Iowa, I agree with you, beats Auburn. Uh, and Indiana takes care of Kent State. So you had you had 13 seed Kent State beating Indiana. Yeah, I yeah, right. I just I don't know, man. I watched Indiana. You know, I mean, they're they're a really solid team. Don't get me wrong. Um, I love Trace Jackson Davis. Um, but who's gonna be that second guy? You know, sure. in in the tournament. Again, a big reason, too, though, that I like Drake is if you notice a lot of these teams that make these incredible, shocking runs, these Cinderella runs, if you will, are veteran teams, teams that's been together for a while, that's yes. built chemistry, you know, facing yes. some of these, these, these upstart college programs. Now, Indiana sort of uh, is that age-old question, is Indiana back? And again, Indiana's good. They've got a young team, though. And so mm-hmm. I think Drake, I think Drake, the, the, they've got a few players that are like 23 years old. Their youngest uh, rotation players like 20. So th- th- this is a team that's sort of been there and done that and I think is ready for the for the big stage of March. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I, I, yep. I've got Drake as kind of one of those Cinderella teams that could possibly go on a run. Uh, yep. Shifting to the second half of the Midwest, you've got six-seed Iowa State versus 11-seed Pittsburgh. Three-seed Xavier taking on 14-seed Kennesaw State. Seven-seed Texas A&M versus 10-seed Penn State. And then two-seed Texas taking on 15-seed Colgate. Jamel, any possible upsets in here, man? After watching Pittsburgh last night, I was like, oh. I think Think I'm finding the rhythm. Uh, yeah, I'm like, Iowa State's in, in for it. I mean, I have, I have Iowa State winning. Um, Texas A&M, Penn State can go either way. Um, I think those I think there are the two games I think that can go either way. I still have Texas A&M beating Penn State. Um, Penn State, where they they couldn't do nothing with uh, Zach Eady. We are we we knew what was sure, going to sure, happen sure. in the Big Ten tournament. We already knew, but still, Penn State does have a formidable team. But I still I still pick Iowa State over Pittsburgh, and I still pick Texas A&M over Penn State. I respect that. I respect that. Again, Texas is a team that has a great, you know, great potential to possibly go on a run. Here are my predictions. Mm-hmm. I've got Iowa State beating Pittsburgh. Very close, though. I got this as a close game. Yeah. Uh, Xavier taking care of Kennesaw State. Again, I keep yep. saying, and I, I tweeted this the second I was watching the the live uh, uh, uh you know show for the for the uh for the bracket reveal. And when yep. they showed Texas AM as a seven seed, I was like, what? You finished second in the SEC, you beat you know my Tennessee Vols, you compete with Alabama in the SEC title game. Bama never really pulls away when you consider what they've done to some of these teams or even lost to certain teams. Uh they finished 16 and three to end the regular season. I, I'm like, I man. I feel like they're getting they're we think about Duke getting the short end of the stick. I think Texas AM got screwed yeah, up. Yeah, they got they got shot in the foot. I think Texas AM should have been like a four or five C give or take. But um sure. yeah, I don't I don't know why why they did that. You know, they have different guidelines now with the NCAA tournament and they start, you know, looking at who, you know, certain teams, who you beat, all that stuff. So I don't know. It's strange to me. 
It is odd. It is odd. I think it'll be an interstate matchup, Texas A&M versus Texas, who takes care yes. of Colgate uh, in the Midwest region. So, again, no upsets here, all higher seeds winning. Uh, right. Again, the, 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 the upsets are going to be few and far between, I think, in this tournament compared to years past. Mm -hmm. uh, moving on now to the West region. You've got one seed Kansas, the defending national champions, who, by the way, I did predict to win the national championship last year. I had a terrible bracket, but I got that one right. So I'm, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna hang my hat on that one. Going to hang my hat. They take on 16 seed Howard, 8 seed Arkansas, takes on 9 seed Illinois, 5 seed St. Mary's, takes on 12 seed VCU, and 4 seed UConn takes on 13 seed Iona. Uh, again, I, I'm not smelling upset, but is, is there one, maybe a VCU St. Mary's, a, an Iona UConn that maybe that jumps off the bat, jumps right out you? Um, I think UConn Iona Iona is just going to be a great game from a standpoint that they're playing in Albany and there's going to be a sold out crowd for that. But uh, St. Mary's VCU can go either way. I do have VCU upsetting St. Mary's for, nice. you know, yeah. V Listen, That's VCU is a program that kind of lays in the weeds a little bit. Uh, yeah. But you look up every March, and here they are in the big dance. Uh, to their credit, uh, they're well coached. Mm -hmm. They've got you know they, they, they've they're they're deep. So uh, I'm not discounting that for even a second. Here are my predictions for the first half of the West Region. I got Iona beating UConn straight up, Jamel. Iona coached by Rick Pitino. He's been there. Ooh, he's done that. Yeah, this is a smart basketball yeah. team. This is a a team that doesn't turn the ball over. All the qualities for Cinderella teams. Iona's got it. I know everybody likes UConn. I know saw it. Joe Lenardi saw about UConn I going on a run. Do uh, like I like UConn, man. Uh, I don't buy it, man. I, I you you know what? You know if Iona beats UConn, I am going to be mad. I am because I do have UConn going very far in the tournament. But anyway, um, well, yeah. Well, well, since I since I've got him out in the first round, how far are we talking? Uh, I'm talking like Final Four. Wow. As in, yeah, like. If if I mean look if Adamas and Ogo can really be consistent, not bring in foul trouble, if their backup center clinging can come in and really like disturb you know defenses, and if Hawkins can be consistent in the tournament and score twenty plus most games, they have a shot. But I wouldn't be. I'd be upset if I don't win. Oh would. sure, no that that would be a big time bracket buster if you got into the oh, final yeah. four. That would. That would that would that would definitely take some points off. So, like I said, Kansas faces our Kansas. I'm sorry, Arkansas. Uh, Kansas, Arkansas in 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 the round of 32. St. Mary's does beat VCU, I believe, and they will take on 13 seed Iona with the possible potential of a Cinderella story team. Uh, moving on to the second half of the West region, you've got six seed TCU versus either Arizona State or Nevada. Uh, three seed Gonzaga versus 14 seed Grand Canyon, seven seed Northwestern versus 10 seed Boise State, and two seed UCLA taking on 15 seed UNC Asheville. Uh, again, like I said right off the bat, is, is there you know possibly ACU? Uh, a, I'm sorry, ASU Nevada maybe in the first four that could beat a, a TCU. I kind of like TCU. Uh, Gonzaga coming to the tournament with some momentum, especially they can score the ball uh, as well as anybody in the country. I get it. People talk about the conference play plan. I don't care. It tends to translate. If you years <laughs> past, uh, Drew Tim. Is, is is one of the better uh, veteran players in the country. Uh, again, yep. somebody else who's been there has done that. Uh, again, Gonzaga looking there for their first ever national championship. Uh, and certainly uh, we're not used to seeing them as a three seed. Uh, so maybe there's that added motivation of being an underdog that comes into play uh, right. against Grand Canyon to start the tournament. Again, any matchups that jump out at you? Um, I don't see any upsets to me. Um, but, uh, I mean, whoever comes out of ASU Nevada – It'll be a good game with that team versus TCU. I still have TCU winning in the first round, but I don't okay. think this part of bracket really I have any upsets or anything like that. 
I got you. I got you. So you, you, you've got a pretty clean, pretty, pretty yeah. clean slate here. Uh, yeah. So I've got TCU winning. Uh, they'll face Gonzaga. Uh, Northwestern beats uh, Boise State. UCLA takes care of UNC Asheville. Uh, UCLA, obviously, they, they lost in that Pac-12 title game, which was a classic uh, by yeah. two points. Uh, many people that think they got you know, screwed over by that offensive foul call on the dunk. Uh, I, I, listen, I, I've got a rule that you never call an offensive foul on a poster. Uh, I, I think it's just an unwritten rule of the game of basketball, but that's yeah. just me. That's just me. I agree. Uh, yep. y- you don't you don't mess with the highlight play like that, especially when you consider that you said lost by two. It just, it just you know, listen, if they beat Arizona, are we possibly talking about them as a one seed maybe? Maybe. Is, Very possible. Look, you've got you've got uh, Hawkes, you've got uh, Tiger Campbell again, two guys who led them from the first four to the final four a couple of years ago. Uh, so look, yep. this UCLA team that's got veteran presence, well coached, uh, and, and a team that has the potential to go to go deep in the tournament. Uh, I, I, let's see, Ryan Flowers, what's up, Ryan? Clutch Sports Talk. He's got Bama, oh, I assume, yep. to win the tournament. Uh, listen, a lot of people do. I, I think uh, my, my dad just did his bracket. He's got Alabama uh, winning it all in 2023. Uh, out of these matchups, again, do you see any sort of uh, upsets happening? Do you, do you disagree with any of my picks by any chance? No, I don't think so. Yeah, that's a that's a clean one. I think all the higher seeds win. All right, higher seeds win. So uh, let's see. Is that, that's that's all for the for the round of 64. So first round done. Let's move on to the second round. Let's move on to the round of 32. Starting again, going back to the South region. Uh, goes uh, we got one seed Alabama taking on nine seed West Virginia, five seed San Diego State taking on 13 seed. We we agreed on this one. Furman uh, to win their mm-hmm. game to advance. Uh, they'll take on San Diego State. Six seed Creighton. Versus three seed Baylor, who just won the national championship a couple of years ago. I forgot to mention ten seed Utah State, uh, who, who I've got upsetting in the first round, and then the, uh, they'll take on two seed Arizona. Maybe an upset. Do we do we think Furman maybe could could do something crazy and be be the Oral Roberts of a couple of years ago? Be the who was that team last year? St. Peter's, I think it was that went deep yes. in the tournament. Uh, yep. Is there any potential here as a thirteen seed? Uh no, I think San Diego okay. will pull pull that one off. Um, I don't see I don't see any upsets in this in this part of the region. I think all of the higher seeds I think will advance in this whole situation. All the higher seeds advance. So let's let's see before I, before I get to that. I got a couple of comments here. Uh, uh, Ryan says, "Be careful of Boise. Don't I sleep agree. on the Mountain West teams." I'm oh with yeah, you. without Boise. a doubt. Yes, yeah. I mean that's very true. Boise State is playing San Diego State, and you know, so I agree. Yep. It's, it's you, gotta, you gotta watch out. You gotta watch out. I, I agree. Mm. Alabama beats West Virginia. San Diego State ends Furman's potential Cinderella run. Six seed Creighton uh, falls to three seed Baylor, and Arizona takes care of Utah State in short order. Uh, that Baylor Arizona matchup could be a dandy in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, that is with the way those teams could score the basketball. That 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 could be a possible attract me, especially for those, how they control the pace of the game. Yeah, those those guards, the way they push the ball. Yes, I Listen, agree. That the, yeah, you gotta watch out for. So, uh, any disagreements here? Any any issues with with, with how I've got this oh, thing uh, lining up? Not at all. Yep, all the all the right ones are advancing. No, no fur, no Furman. Right, we're done with Furman. No. Yeah, we're done with Furman. <laughs> we're done with Furman. We're done with Furman. <laughs> yeah, we're done. With all right. Furman. Yeah. All right. No offense, Furman. All right, we'll move on to the East Region round of thirty-two. You got one seed Purdue, eight seed Memphis. Five seed Duke taking on my Vols, four seed Tennessee, six seed Kentucky taking on three seeds Kansas State, and then seven seed Michigan State taking on two seed Marquette. This, th- these are some good ones. Memphis, I think, has a potential to possibly make some noise. Upset Purdue, Duke and Tennessee. I am, 
Uh, I'm not confident in the slightest bit about this one, but I've, I've still got my hopes up to a certain degree. Uh, Kentucky, we know their history in recent years of losing an early round. So, so Kansas State could possibly, you know, I know they're the higher seed, but possibly, you know, sweep the rug up out from under them. Uh, and again, Marquette, uh, I, I, I'm totally with, totally with you. That is a team to watch out for as the tournament wears on. Uh, Anything sticks out to you for a potential upset? Now, again, there's not a huge gap outside of Purdue and Memphis in terms of seeding, but any upsets, maybe? I think Duke's going to beat your balls. Thanks for ruining my night. Uh, that is the end of today's show. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, man. Zakai Ziegler that's a killer Jeremy loss Roach is going to be a huge, 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 huge part of, I think, why – you know, Duke's able to advance. I'm sorry. And for you to say that as a North Carolina fan, it's just... Yeah, I am a Carolina fan, but I'm just looking at matchups. I think Jeremy Roach oh. is able to run the, the offense more efficiently. If Zakai Ziegler is there, it disrupts Duke's offensive flow. Yeah, Zakai Ziegler tearing his ACL against Arkansas uh, late, in that, late in the season was an absolute... Yeah, so, yeah. That, that hurts, man. Yeah. Ryan Ryan Flower has Memphis, has Memphis upsetting Purdue. I don't if they it. if Anthony Hardaway can figure out Zach Eady and slowing him down, then they, they might go far. Shot. Yeah, right. They, they have might a go shot. far. I mean, I like I like Kedrick Davis. You know, I like you know that Memphis team, but I just yeah, I don't think Memphis is the team that slows up Purdue. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I agree. Because I do have Purdue winning against Memphis. I'm going to close my eyes and predict Tennessee. I have, again, zero. I mean, I mean zero confidence in this pick whatsoever. I'm the least <laughs> confident I have in any pick in the entire <laughs> tournament. But I've got my balls advanced to Sweet 16. Maybe part of it is just pure stubbornness just because I predicted them before the year to go to the Sweet 16 and no further yep. than that. Uh, I hated that we drew Duke and that's part of the reason I was mad Duke wasn't a higher seed. A, because oh, I think they deserved it God. and B, because yep. I knew it hurt us <laughs> should we right. should we match up with them uh, on Saturday evening. So that, that, that's but I'm close my eyes, take Tennessee, hope that, Zika, uh, not Zikaizu, that Santiago Vescovi gets hot, uh, that some of the wings like uh, I was gonna say, James. Yeah, if Vescovi comes out gunning then it's going to be a game. I will say that. Oh, you picked Kentucky to beat Kansas State. Ooh, mm -hmm. that's a hmm. – it can happen. I, I, I definitely – I mean, I picked Kansas State. Um, I think, you know, Kansas State's guards is going to really have to outplay Kentucky's guards. Um, I mean, I don't – I mean, Kansas State doesn't have anyone for Oscar Tshibwe, but, hey, what are you going to do? Tshibwe no, is a double-double machine. He's a double doubles machine. And again, the, the, there's a potential he could have very well been a actually, matter of fact, he probably would have been a lottery pick last year. How do you declare for the draft? He, yeah. you know, he decides to come for one more year. Uh, he, he's he's been arguably just as good, if not better, as as the as the season gone on down the stretch. Uh, so, like I said, I think he's a matchup nightmare, and I do think Kentucky beats Kansas State, uh, mm -hmm. and I think Marquette uh, knocks off uh, Michigan State to advance to the Sweet yep. Sixteen. Uh, uh, let's see. Ryan says uh, they're going to run. You talk about Duke or Tennessee or anybody else? Yeah. Memphis. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. I, the, listen again right. for Tennessee. <laughs> 
Matchup-wise, obviously, Duke has more size. Again, Duke's coming into the tournament much hotter than Tennessee, far more momentum and more healthy. Again, I, I think Tennessee's three-point shooting has been up and down this season, but one thing Tennessee has uh, you know, t- t- as sort of their calling card is they have been probably the best defensive team in America this year, giving up about 58 points a game. Oh, they yeah. play a straight-up, man-to-man. Uh, they, they rarely have to yeah, go into can. sort of you know zone defenses. Uh, so, listen, keep it to a low-scoring game. Get a little chippy. Make it kind of ugly. Uh, listen, I they can pull it off, right? Exactly. I think, I think, um, if Tennessee can um, get to the basket early and they sure. can get lively in foul trouble, I think that changes the whole momentum of the game. That gets him out the game and it kind of opens up the game a little bit more because lively is just a shot blocking machine. I yep. think that kind of makes John Shire go, okay, how do I adjust now with lively out the game? So, I think that's. A, a way for Tennessee to make it a game. You've got to drive, get free throws early, get your shots going. And then I think it makes it, you know, more of a game where to, to Tennessee's liking. Sure. I agree with you. Uh, and, and, uh, Ryan was talking about Memphis. He was talking about Memphis. Uh, he says they're going to run. <laughs> Purdue is not ready for that pace. I, I don't, like I said, I don't just, uh, don't sleep on Zach Eady. Just because he's seven foot four, 270, 275, that man can move. Don't sure. do not take Zach Eady for granted. That's a big man that can move. That's, that's a big man that can move. And that's what's mm-hmm. crazy is how the game has, has changed so much for the big guys that can move. Uh, like him, mm-hmm. the athleticism is is, is remarkable. Uh, yeah. We'll move on to the Midwest region, the round of thirty-two. Uh, let's see what we got. We got one seed Houston taking on eight seed Iowa, 12 seed Drake taking on 14 seed Indiana, six seed Iowa State taking on three seed Xavier, seven seed Texas A&M taking on two seed Texas. Uh, I think we have the potential for a lot of upsets in this round. Jamel, what do you think? Uh, with your bracket, I think Drake Drake could get past Indiana. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Because um, you're not Iowa high in State, Iowa State, Xavier can go either way. Um. Texas A&M, Texas, I think that's going to be a very, a very, very, very good game. Um, I don't have an upset in that one, um, but I think Drake can upset Indiana for okay. sure. We'll see mm-hmm. what happens. So uh, let's give my predictions right here. I think Houston takes care of Iowa. Drake, she said, do you love me? I said, yes, you're going to the Sweet 16. Drake <laughs> advances to the Sweet 16. Yes. I'll tell you, watch out now. Watch out for them, okay? Uh, again, I like uh, – Veteran teams tend to go on deep runs in the tournament if they get the right mm-hmm. matchup. And again, I think mm-hmm. it should Indiana, uh, you know, advance past the first round. I think that would be the case. Uh, mm-hmm. Iowa State upsets Xavier, I believe. I think again, the matchups favor Iowa State, and I've got Texas A&M beating Texas. So a lot of upsets here uh, in this in this part of the Midwest region. Uh, is is you got any any issues with it? I think you agree with Drake. Uh, should this matchup occur, but uh, Texas A&M, Texas. I know Texas is playing well, but I think yeah, Xavier, Iowa State can go either way. I don't, I don't, I can't go wrong with that. Um, I have Texas winning the whole thing because of the oh. veterans that they have. They have about five or six seniors. I think you know having that. Um, I think Carr is really going to be a very huge component to the tournament. I think. Um, Timmy Allen is back and healthy. I think, you know, the the veteran leadership that they have, I think they can go all the way and win it. So, yeah, once again, if Texas A&M wins, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> that, yeah, that would that would even that would hurt your bracket even more. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. We got it. It would kill it. It would kill it. Let's see. We got a couple yeah. of comments. 
Uh, <laughs> Ryan says I'm sleeping. He's sleeping on 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 Drake, and he's sleeping on all my upsets. Listen, uh, Ryan, we, we know him here at the grid as as yeah. as, as some some of a hater. It's it's okay though. <laughs> I, I I love Ryan. I love Ryan. Listen, he we love you, it, Ryan. It's not. It's only crazy until it happens. Okay, you just got you just got to let it play. I guess speaking into existence. It's only crazy Bingo. until it happens. Exactly. Uh, and Drake says, uh, "This is great, guys. We appreciate that, Barry. We Thank you, Barry. That a lot. Appreciate you, man." So uh, let, let's see. I'm trying. Let me get this last graphic in here. It's the last graphic I was able to to get in time for the uh, the tournament uh, for the West Region. Uh, moving into this last bit uh, of the round of 32. Hang on here. Let's see. Hold on. Sorry for the little bit of a delay. Just got to get this last one in here. Live, live podcasting is no joke, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yep. Live podcasting True. is no joke. Okay, I think we've got it right here. All right, so in the West region, you've got one seed Kansas versus eight seed Arkansas, five seed St. Mary's versus 13 seed Iona, uh, who I think will upset the first round, six seed TCU versus three seed Gonzaga, and then seven seed Northwestern versus two seed UCLA. Uh, like I said, anything that, that jumps out? Bryson, you know what I'm going to say. I know exactly what you're going to say. Iona St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Iona to the Sweet 16. Yeah, I think so. I think Iona's got to push the ball a lot. I think St. Mary's, um, they, uh, they're a great half-court defensive team. They've always been for years. I think Iona's got to push it. Iona always has guards. You know how the tournament goes, Bryson. It's always guard play that mm -hmm. matters. I think Iona will be able to upset. I think Arkansas, Kansas will be closer than we think, but I still think uh, Kansas will advance. Gonzaga, I think, will take care of TCU. Um, TCU doesn't have anyone to guard you, Timmy, at all. Um, and I think UCLA will take care of Northwestern. Um, you know, Jaime Jaquez and Tiger Campbell, the way they lead that team, um, they're going to get past Northwestern. So... Okay, UCLA beats Northwestern, so here's my prediction. I've got Kansas beating Arkansas. St. Mary's, I do believe, is going to beat Iona. Uh, ah. I, I would Listen, I, I, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. The Cinderella runs yeah. uh, are, are always great to see. Let's see. Uh, uh, Ryan saw me. He was sleeping on Purdue. He was sleeping on Purdue. He's sleeping on the big man you were talking about there. Uh, he said, not you guys. No, I listen. I know. It's, no, it's we all know. love here, Ryan. It's all love. We appreciate yeah. you. Shout out. Go check out uh, Clutch Sports Talk, by the way, here at the Grid Network. He does some incredible work. Uh, TCU Gonzaga. Oh, I, my, my bad. That's his three seed TCU. I meant to put three seed uh, Gonzaga. So a little bit of a typo there. But three seed Gonzaga, I believe, advances. Uh, seven seed Northwestern versus two seed UCLA. I think UCLA advances. Uh, outside of a little typo, TCU uh, losing to Gonzaga. Uh, so you, you've got Iona as the, as the only disagreement here in this round. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think Gonzaga will beat TCU. I mean, that game will be tough, though. But I think Gonzaga will be able to pull off TCU, though. I like TCU's team, though. For I, I just love... You know, their point guard. I love Keontae Johnson, but I think Keontae Johnson's got to have a big game against Gonzaga and if, they, if they're going to have a chance. I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, the unfortunate thing at this part of the show, that's all the graphics I had time to get on here. So for, from here on out, I'm just going to have to, you have to trust me uh, for, through what I'm reading through my ESPN bracket app. Uh, cool. through what here. So we'll go like, like, we'll go like two by two games. So the Sweet 16 round, uh, I've got the Alabama and San Diego State, and then three seed Baylor, one seed Alabama versus five seed San Diego State, and then three seed Baylor taking on two seed Arizona. Um, Again, I, I'm really liking Alabama to go on a potential long run to the Final Four in this tournament. Arizona potentially the same, although Baylor is dangerous. Uh, what sort of what, what what do you think in terms of those matchups? I'm thinking the same way. I think Alabama will definitely advance in that one. I think that game will be pretty good against San Diego State. And then you said what Arizona? Arizona and Baylor. 
Yeah, Arizona. I think Arizona will will, will get Baylor uh, for sure. I have concerns about Baylor defensively, so that's why I got yes. Arizona to win. I've also Agreed. got Alabama winning again pretty comfortably. Being and Baylor, and Alabama got to be hot, and Baylor got to be hot, like from downtown. Also, you know, to in order to get the, you know, sure. the, you know, they, you know, they had some tough games in the Big Twelve where they just laid an egg. I was just like, okay, what are you guys doing today? Like, you know, teams were just outscoring them in the first half, and then once you're down, it's hard to come back. So, yeah, and it, and it felt like it was almost a little bit of a. It, it wasn't a situation where they didn't have the firepower to come back because they do. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it felt like it was more of a thing where you know you, you you're so comfortable in playing from ahead from ahead for a while. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. you don't have the emotional maturity as a team to to potentially come back, and that could you know that could bite them. If I'm not mistaken, that's that they actually made a big comeback. If I remember correctly, to almost beat North Carolina last year in the tournament. Yeah, uh, and then North yeah, Carolina that was a tough game. Then that that went to overtime, right? I think it did. Yeah, it did. I think, yeah, it went to overtime. It went to overtime. I remember. Yeah, it went to some... overtime, and then North Carolina made some clutch buckets, and they were able to pull away. Yep. yep. And yep. again, North Carolina ended up. North Carolina ended up getting to the national championship game, and, and, and you know it was, it was about to get it was about to get you know kind of crazy there, and, and then Kansas made that big comeback. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Bama and Arizona advance. Uh, the next two games: Sweet 16, one seed Purdue versus four seed Tennessee, and then six seed Kentucky versus two seed Marquette. Uh, I, I think we're probably going to agree on, on the, the the outcome of these two games, but uh, yeah. I know you're really liking Purdue here. Yeah, Purdue for sure. Yep. Purdue, and then what about Kentucky Marquette? Marquette, you've got Marquette. I agree with you. I think Tennessee's run into the Sweet 16 to Purdue, which is exactly what happened four years ago. I, I honest to God, dude, I still have not gotten over that game. Uh, <laughs> t- Tennessee have made a big comeback. They they fouled Carson Edwards. I think was the kid's name that played at Purdue. Yeah, Duke could get hot. And, and, and we fouled him in the corner, and we ended up losing the game in overtime. That ended up being Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield's last game as a volunteer. Don't remind me. Um, but, yeah, I do believe. Yeah. I, I hey, do believe man, Purdue. I'm not over two championship games we lost. Remember Chris Jenkins? Remember Chris Jenkins, Villanova, North Carolina? <sighs> that game was done. Archie Ganakano passes it, Chris Jenkins, from 35 feet. And I just sat there and said, you got to be kidding me. Oh, oh, you're a North Carolina fan. Forgot. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine. Yeah, that's – yeah, that, that blows my heart break out of the water. That hurt. But Kansas hey, beating us last year, I'm like, eh, you know what? They came back, cool, great team, whatever. But that Villanova, oh my god, they had a they had a good team. I'll admit, but 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 y'all came back the next year and won the tournament against Gonzaga. I know, I know, so I know, but still, that that one hurt. I, I, I respect it. I respect it. It's the de- dedication hurt. of the team. Uh, <laughs> Perry Grant, <laughs> Carson Edwards, the muscle shark. That's, that's, but listen. Yeah. Dude's physique. He was. Holy cow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We played for the Celtics for a little while. And then I remember him. And, and Ryan, Ryan says, I like Bama just because they've got a lot of depth with bigs. They do. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. John John says he's got Alabama winning it all. Uh, and, I can, and John John, I by the way, John is also a North Carolina fan. He said that one hurt. Oh, uh, that uh, one hurt. Was, yeah. See? Yep. It, it, I can't imagine it getting much more heartbreaking than losing in the last shot of the game. Seriously. Especially yeah. after – I forgot what the kid's name was. They hit the circus shot to tie it right before that. Uh, I forget his name. Oh, my sitting goodness. Sitting like right in front of Michael Jordan, and, and it was – no. That was one of the all-time great national title games, in my yeah, view. I agree. Without a question. Agree. But uh, so we got Purdue and Marquette advancing again. Uh, I got Kentucky, I think, going a, a, a little bit further than you do. Uh, but I, th- I think their run-ins in the Sweet 16 – uh, he, mm-hmm. one seed Houston versus four seed Indiana. I'm not not four seed Indiana. Four seed uh, Drake, uh, I, I, and then you've got the seven seed Texas a and Aggies versus the six seed uh, Iowa State uh, Cyclones. Uh, does, does Drake go further than the Sweet Sixteen? Maybe or 
Houston. Houston takes care of business. Houston extinguishes that. Yeah, I think they take care of it. Yeah, Houston, Houston take care takes care of that game for sure. And then Texas A and M Iowa State six seed versus seven seed. That's <sighs> maybe that can go either way. You know that. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It, it could. Yeah. It could. But again, I'm rolling with Tech. I'm, I'm rolling with Houston. Uh, sorry, okay. Drake. I, I get it in the run. There's there's no Drake curse because this, this, this is just Drake. There's no Kentucky involved here. Yeah. Uh, but I think Houston takes care of business. They get to the Elite Eight, uh, yep. which they're pretty much expected to do as a one seed. And I do have Texas A&M beating Iowa State. Again, I think A&M is playing incredible basketball. Something else, too, they I forgot are. to forget about A&M. I talked about Tennessee earlier, their defense being their calling card. You can say the exact same about AM. They got this yes. one guy, I forget his name, who's as good of a guard defender as there is in basketball. Um, I know who you're talking about. I can't yeah. remember his name either, but he's a disruptor for sure. He reads defenses very well, and he just jumps the lanes a lot of times. Um, and when you have a disruptor as a guard on defense, it changes the whole landscape of the opposite team trying to run their offense. So, yeah, I forget his name. Oh, my goodness. I think it's not it's, coming it's, to me. It's, it's it's his initial his initials were DD. I can't remember what it was. It's it's driving me crazy. I can't remember. I can't remember top of my head either. Yeah. And they've got and they've got some scores. They close they close uh, uh you know late game situations well. Again, all the makings mm-hmm. of a lower seed that can make a run in the tournament. I think A and M gets the elite eight. And the last two Sweet Sixteen games: one seed Kansas taking on uh, five seed St. Mary's, and then two seed UCLA versus three seed Gonzaga. We remember that UCLA Gonzaga game a couple years back. Jalen Suggs hitting the yeah. walk off shot. To, to me, the greatest Final Four game I've seen. Now maybe I'm being bias it's recent but i mean that was un- unbelievable that was the hardest game i have to predict this in my entire bracket uh of those two starting kansas st mary's and then going to gonzaga ucla who would you have i would say kansas and uh, it's tough i know it is <laughs> it's too because it's two veteran teams who faced each other before so there's a, there's that history there there's mm-hmm. there's the revenge aspect for for UCLA there's the uh Gonzaga trying to finally get over the top and get a championship it's i wish this was in the final four again dude i, I really do i'm going to yeah i was thinking that too i'm going to say UCLA okay UCLA beats UCLA. Gonzaga yeah and Drew Timmy is a senior right yes so that's that's how his career that's comes in. in in a sweet 16 i believe yeah. that's that that's that's, that, that, that's that's mm-hmm. unfortunate. Uh, I agree. I've got Kansas, UCLA. I think UCLA, I'm not going to say walk-off shot, but maybe like last second shot uh, with like two, three seconds left. I think it's only right for those two teams of to course. get back together mm-hmm. and for the tides to turn the other way. Uh, again, the defending champs get to the Elite Eight. So the Elite Eight games, one seed Alabama, two seed Arizona. Doesn't get much better than that, the way that Arizona's been playing lately and Alabama coming in. Uh, and then one seed Purdue versus two seed Marquette. Uh Come to thinking, I've got three one C versus one C versus two C games here in the Elite Eight. So no double digit seeds at this point, folks. I, I hate to tell you. Arizona, Alabama. Who you got? I'm gonna go Arizona. Arizona ends Alabama's season in the Elite Eight. Yep. Okay. I like I think, it. I respect I it. I think, yeah. I think Tribulus has a big game. I think he goes off, has 25, and he pushes them. If Alabama wins, 
I'm going to say that Javon Quinterly is going to have to have a really good game. And I think Badaiko is going to really have to have like a solid 15 and 12 with like two, three blocks and is a disruptor in the lane. Badaiko cannot get in foul trouble against against Arizona at all. He can't. Okay. Can't. Ryan disagrees. That, Ryan doesn't like that pick. He, I know. Ryan and, and 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 John John both got Alabama. I, a lot of people got Alabama, so that would be a big time. I know. Buster. That's what I'm saying. If Alabama wins, I wouldn't even be upset to be honest. But I just think Arizona has it this year for some strange reason. I just think something's great is going to happen with Arizona this year. I like it. I like your confidence. Again, one C Purdue, two C Marquette. Uh, again, you, we've been talking highly of Purdue here. Is Marquette maybe get? It's not really an upset because they're a two seed, but do they? Well, I think a lot of people would favor Purdue. Uh, so, w- what would you have here? I'm going to go Marquette. I agree with you there. Although I do have Alabama beating Arizona. Okay. Uh, again, I think Alabama's guard play is going to overwhelm Arizona to a certain degree, especially late in these games. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I think when you consider again Marquette, again a team that nobody's talking about, Big Ten. I'm sorry, Big East team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Purdue. Obviously, we've we've had our eyes on them all season. For a one seed, and this isn't disrespect to Purdue, but it's going to sound like it. I feel like Purdue, considering how they were. They got off to that hot start, and then they, they had these confusing losses kind of sprinkled in there uh, throughout their season where you're like, it's one of the – I hate to use this word, but a weaker one seed that we've had in recent years. I mean, I, I'm higher I, than UCLA and Arizona, but – I agree. I think the Big Ten just to me wasn't as competitive this year. Me personally, just looking at the Big Ten – from that standpoint, I just I think Purdue was able to just dominate, you know, in a week week conference this year. You know, the other the conferences that were really good this year was the SEC. Yeah. Um, Big Twelve and the Big East, to be honest. So, yeah, the Big East was weirdly underrated this year. I mean, because again, the powerhouses where you see Villanova, uh, um, George, that which Georgetown's been down in recent years. They just fired Patrick Ewing, but we're right. kind of used to those teams getting in and out of the tournament. But not the case this year with with the departure of some of their not coaches. At all. Right, exactly. Yeah. But and and Ryan says uh, Zona guards ain't, ain't been playing well. Look at UCLA uh, almost won the Pac-12 I, again. I'm with you I, again when you talk about strength and competition. Uh, I'm with you, and again, and again, the revenge factor I think but comes into play as well. Sometimes losing the conference tournament to get you upset and, you know, change your tune for the NCAA, NCAA tournament. So, you know, you never know. Anything can happen. Learn a heck of a lot more from a loss than a win in most cases, especially I in agree. college. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, yeah, we got Marquette. And then the other two uh, Elite Eight games, one seed Houston, seven seed A&M, one seed Kansas, two seed UCLA. You got two pure college basketball blue bloods uh, facing mm-hmm. with, with Kansas UCLA. That that has a potential to be a classic as you well. You said Kansas UCLA? Kansas, UCLA, and then Houston, A&M. Yeah, I can't. I can't go against those one seeds. Kansas, so the defending champs get back to the Final Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Houston beats A&M. I think Houston beats A&M. I'm just – see, I'm just wondering what's going to happen with um, with Sasser and how healthy he's going to be for the tournament. That's my concern with that. That was a big injury. That was a big injury. Um, so I'm wondering if, and then if he does come back, how healthy is he going to be? Um, you know, them struggling against Memphis. I mean, don't get me wrong, Memphis is a good team. I'm not trying to disrespect Penny Hardaway's team. Um, but Houston throughout this tournament, I, I don't want Houston 
to not have Sasser because Jamal Shedd's going to end up having to carry Houston right, right. throughout the NCAA tournament. And that's and he's more of a two. He's more of a two. Exactly. That's going to be a lot more on him. Like Jamal Shedd was, what, a 13, 14 point scorer. Now without Sasser, now you've got to be more aggressive and you've got to up your game to about 20 points a game and you're going to have to play longer minutes. So that's my only concern with Houston. That's my only concern. Depth has uh, had well. They, listen, they only lost, I believe, three games this year. But depth yeah. has been a, a you know a question mark uh, for this Correct. team coming to the tournament. But what, again, what's what's great about what's great about this the, the you know the NCAA tournament is that it tends to make heroes out of the most unlikely of guys. So oh yeah, yeah. Listen, you know you learn a lot about yourself when when you, when you get the opportunity to, to to step up, and maybe that's the case. Um, you know, you know with Houston and some, some of those role players that they have. Exactly. I've got Texas A&M getting the Final Four, Jamel. Ooh, nice. AM gets to the final. You There's love, always you love AM, man. I do. I I, I listen, you I don't like them. teams getting disrespected. They're gritty. That's what it is. I think you like that gritty, scrappy I defense. But also the they're, they're, they're going the in the tournament with the momentum. I again I think with, with the disrespect coming in, you're a seven seed. Give them what you have accomplished. Again, that too. They, they, over the course of the season, they were more consistent than a Kentucky or a Tennessee. Oh, yeah. So no. I know. I just some about a And M. I just I just like the way they play the game. I think that they're the way they play. They play the right way. I think yeah. that's what it is too. Yeah, for sure. I and I, I've got UCLA too. beating Kansas. I've got UCLA ending the defending champion season again. I think okay. the better experience uh, is, it pays off for them again. I think Tiger yeah. Campbell is going to be one of the big names of this. He's going to be huge as we go on. He's um, going to be huge. He controls the pace of that team, and I think Amari Bailey. I think needs to have some double-figure double games. He needs to just come out and be a little aggressive, pick his spots and be aggressive. You know, Mick, you know, McCormick sometimes likes to kind of, all right, so like he does that sometimes. He's too hard-nosed sometimes. Yeah. You got to let Amari go a little bit, you know. So we'll see what happens. But, I, yeah, I agree. Tiger Campbell is so important. And I think Jaime Jaquez, he's just a tough matchup. He's a very tough matchup. Like him, Tribulus, and Drew Timmy. Those three – they can shoot, score. They can get buckets anywhere, at will. Left, right, rebound, bring the ball up. So, yeah, I don't blame you with you with the whole UCLA and Tiger Campbell controlling that pace. So, and especially to I think UCLA has maybe of, of the higher seeds, they have probably the toughest road to get to oh, the yeah. final four with the teams that oh, they got to face. So, wait, uh, let me look at that region again. Wait, what region they in? The, that's that's the that's the West region. So they are in the West. Okay. So you still. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, their second round matchup is, is Northwestern. Northwestern's a good basketball team. So they are. They are solid. So. Um, <sighs> but I say, like, once once you get to the Sweet Sixteen, you got to deal with Gonzaga, right? Yeah. Which that's a. I mean, Sweet Sixteen. We already got to deal with that. Yeah. Then after that, you got to you know deal with Kansas. Ah. That's tough. <sighs> I think they get yeah, through it. I like, really do. And you know Jalen Wilson from Kansas, man. Once he gets going, oh my God! It's like, what do you do with that guy? No, no, he's <laughs> he, he he has a potential to, to be good in the NBA. He, oh, he has, he's a top ten pick. If he leaves this year, he's top ten. Absolutely, absolutely. He's we got a few 10. comments here. I think Ryan likes my Texas A&M pick. He he says gig him. He said he likes A&M. Okay. Uh, and, and then. Uh, Philip also agrees. He said, "I agree with Texas and they got some dogs on that team." Yeah, do. he do. Yeah, Philip, you are right, man. They do have some dogs, man. They, they do. play well. They play they well. Do. 
uh, uh, let's see. And then we've got, uh, and then the final four. So this is, it all comes down to this two weeks from now. We've got the final four. I think it's going to be one seed Alabama, two seed Marquette, and then the most unlikely of final fours, seven seed Texas A&M, two seed UCLA. One of these are not like the others. Uh, a one, one seed, two, two seeds, and a, an unlikely seven seed. Again, there's always, there's usually one team a year that you're like, how the heck did they get to the final four? Um, yep. I, I think Texas A&M, again, j- just due to matchups uh, and how they play the game uh, gets there. Starting Alabama, Marquette, who do you got? I'll pick Alabama. Alabama. Okay, yeah. Alabama beats Marquette. And then AM UCLA, you're probably going to UCLA, I assume. Mm-mm. You're going Texas AM. Yeah. Wow. So I, I I've sold you on it. I think, yeah. You've okay. yeah, you've yeah, you've sold me on that. And I'll only say that because um, you know, AM's guards are bigger than Tiger Tiger Campbell. I think that'll be a okay. little disruptive because of how scrappy they are. I wouldn't be surprised if Texas A&M's guards really pick up Tiger 94 and have him taking extra dribbles and all of that. That takes a toll. And Mick Cronin, you know his rotation isn't – he has what? He only plays 7, 8? Yes. I think that, he plays 8 the fair. most, right? Yeah. And so at this point, especially with the, if they beat those two teams, they could be worn down. And plus, too, maybe – excuse me, maybe they'll look over A&M because of the two – powerhouses that they would have played in the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. So I, I see where you're coming from. I, I think that's a close game. Very but I've got Bama and UCLA winning out. So I got Bama winning uh, over Marquette in a close one and UCLA just skating by Texas A&M. They, they get some big buckets late. Uh, I think I think Ah, you, you went off Texas A&M now, huh? Ah. it. You know yeah. what I you know what I don't want to see? I don't want to see an all-conference championship game. Maybe that, that might sound like sacrilegious of me as a Tennessee fan and therefore an SEC fan, but I, oh. I, I just which I mean, yeah, A&M, they're, they're somewhat of a new SEC team. They've only been around true. about a decade, but yeah, uh, some of it's personal bias. Some of it's personal bias. That's, that's eh. which always comes in. All right, national championship game, Alabama UCLA. Who you got? Yeah. Damn, that's I tough. Know. It is tough. <sighs> again, matchups. Again, Bama's got a size advantage. Uh, again, Bama will that's have the best thing. player. Um, in, in this That's game, the thing. yeah, and then you know, Brandon Miller has just been like, yeah, <sighs> I'm gonna I'm go Bama to go Bama. UCLA. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do Alabama for sure. If I had to pick, I'm gonna go Alabama. I'm taking the UCLA Bruins to win the national championship. Oh, I've got 60. Right, you might be right this year. I, listen, well, I got right last year, so fingers crossed. Like I, I had Kansas last year, uh, so fingers crossed. Uh, I, I've got again. ESPN asked me to give a final score, so I said 66-61. I think it's a little bit of a defensive battle. Oh yeah, uh, sure. you, you know, very very physical game. Uh, I, th- I think. Listen, we talk about experience too with UCLA. Mick Cronin is somebody who, who's who's been through multiple tournaments. Who's sort of been through the fire. I know he's caught a lot of flack over the years for some of his coaching decisions, especially late. Yeah, in the game. I know. But, but listen, listen, the coaches. I, I've always believed this that coaches are like players. Coach. Get, can get better you know coaches you know, again once you once you've been through experience after experience you've got the requisite oh. talent right. so that that's why i got we got a comment here uh ryan says roll tide don't don't ever come on carving it up and type roll tide ever again on this show ryan or anybody listening part of it's like ryan, I can't live in a ryan it's alabama. okay ryan it's okay i'm an alabama football fan and oh my goodness it's been are rough you, are it's you been, kidding me right hey now? hey look i'm sorry but hey, look, right. <laughs> Shoot, the way y'all played. Whew. 
You know what's so funny is we just. I'm we, sorry, Alabama is going on the football. Tennessee's line. going. Sorry, I mean that. Yeah, exactly. Bingo. <laughs> exactly. So. You, 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 you listen, y'all didn't think we'd be getting any SEC rivalry talk now, did you? But that's that's that's, that's no, why that's yeah, so we love you. It's good, man. I love you. I love I, I, Alabama's got to get it together. But anyway, when's the last time Tennessee beat Alabama in Alabama? Because they play them in, in Tuscaloosa. I'm just throwing that question out there. It's 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 been a while, uh, but I think we yeah, get it done. A, yeah, it's been a while, but y'all y'all kicked out butts this year in Tennessee. So I don't know about kicked y'all's butts. We won by a walk off field goal, Jamel. <laughs> it was. No, that was just yeah. We played bad, y'all. Outplayed Seventeen us penalties. In every aspect of the game, please. Yeah. Thank you, Henry. Just because you won by three doesn't mean you didn't beat the crap out of us. You, you did. Okay. I, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not complaining about that. Yeah. yeah. Ryan likes in the comments. Ryan likes a little the little, little, little smack talk <laughs> in the comments. That's that's what we love about rivalries, and that's what's right. great about March Madness. Uh, yes. Is there any last thoughts before we get out of here, Jamel? And we appreciate you so much coming on here uh, and give, giving an hour of your time to, to talk college basketball, talk Dang. hoops. Um, any final thoughts? Again, I, I I know both of us liked Furman early. Drake is kind of my Cinderella team to get to the Sweet 16. Uh, Texas A&M, to me, is the shock of the tournament. They get to the Final Four. Is there any uh, any previews maybe from your bracket that you could share in terms of some surprises? And I think you have Bama winning it all, right? I have Texas winning it all. Texas, and I right. have no number one seeds in the Final Four. <laughs> okay. Well, I wonder when the last time that's happened. I ha- I don't remember. I'd have to. I'm, I'm, I'm doing that right now. So why are you yeah, answering? Yeah, we've got to research that. that. Um, my final four is Arizona, Marquette, and Texas, and UConn. Um, but UConn's got to really be consistent. Um, and I have Marquette and Texas in the championship. Um, I love Marquette. I love Cam Cam Jones um, and how well he's um, he's been playing. Um, he's left-handed. He's crafty. Um, I'm left-handed, so. That's why I love Cam so much. Um, I think Texas has a really good chance. They're being coached very well. And um, but I think there there are a few teams that really have a good shot. I think it's UCLA, Alabama, um, Marquette, Arizona. I think those are I would say most people's brackets and most people's picks. Um, so and state tournament is going to be really exciting. I'm going to be watching starting tomorrow morning. It's going to be fun. It's going to be because you're you're out in Arizona, oh, yeah. so it's like you you wake yeah. up with hoops. Oh yes, there early you go. in the morning, nine o'clock. Early in the morning, nine o'clock. Uh, a couple things. First of all, uh, last time a number one, we all four number one seats failed to qualify for the final four was 2011. So it's it's been a oh, while. Wow. It's been a while. It's a, it, okay. it says uh, what I'm reading here, according to to uh, Bet Firm, says uh, 1980, 2006, 2011. So it's it's been 12 years since that's been the case. But listen, you you very well could be right. I mean, it's it's been long enough. So yeah, it's it's possible. I, I just think the talent on the one seed again. I've only got one seed, uh, one number Alabama, one seed, right? Alabama that's getting you have to one right. So and that happens. That happens a lot. Only one one seed gets yeah. gets the final four, and then the other ones lose. So yep. It should be fun. It should be fun. Uh, yeah, Ryan, buddy. with some words of encouragement for you, he says, "Don't worry, Bama ain't going nowhere in football." Uh, I hope you're wrong, Ryan. I, I hope you're. <laughs> I think you are. I, 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 I think. I think you're. Yeah. Anyways. Texas A&M wins the chip. Phillips Texas said. Phillips says Texas A&M wins the chip. That mm. anything's possible. I think in the NCAA tournament. Anything is possible in the NCAA. Remember, ten seed UConn years ago when when Kemba Walker went on that run. So yeah, cardiac Kemba. 
cardiac Kemba. You never know. You never know. Nope. Uh, last question. Do you have a winner for the women's tournament? No. I got South I Carolina. You got South Carolina? I got South Carolina. Don Staley gets it done. I think, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're Leah Boston. Yeah, Leah Austin's first first pick, obviously, in WNBA draft this year. So that that's a given. Um, but yeah, I think South Carolina is really going to get there. Um, Stanford. Uh, Stanford. They've got a really good team. Um, I love UConn. I, I mean, I'm a UConn women's fan, but they've, you know, they lost Paige Bukers. AZ Fo was out for a while with her knee. And, you know, they had, you know, they had some significant other women step up on their team. But I don't think UConn's really going to, you know, win it this year. I mean, right. um, but um, Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark. Oh, my Oh, God. my. She's the Steph Curry of women's basketball. If people that have not watched Caitlin Clark, go Google her right now on YouTube and watch. She had a buzzer Please. beater recently. Y'all need to watch Caitlin Clark. I'm sorry. I've watched them a few times this year, and I'm just like, that woman shoots from, like, 30, 35 <laughs> feet. Like, she just catches it and just lets it go. I'm like. I know. That, you know, everyone was talking about her, you know, like a year ago, and I was like, oh, okay, let me check her out. Oh, yeah. Hey, Caitlin but, Clark, um, Paige Beckers are my two favorite players in college basketball because they both got range. They can both score the basketball. Look out for them definitely in the WNBA. All right, you got Texas. I've got UCLA winning uh, the, the national championship uh, in March Madness. It is going to be a fun next two and a half weeks. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. Definitely want to talk to you um, You know, throughout the tournament. Uh, maybe, maybe have you the show sometime once again if it possibly yeah. works for your schedule. Uh, yep. Definitely looking forward to that. Jamel Crothers, appreciate you coming on. Uh, Love being a teammate of yours, The Grid, and uh, hope to have many more appearances of yours on Carving It Up. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Jamel Crothers, Carving It Up. He, he, he does a lot of great work for the Carving It Up website. I'm just the Carving It Up, the grid website. Uh, uh, does some amazing work for us. And like I said, is our college basketball aficionado. So, again, we really appreciate him and, and everybody, everybody uh, at The Grid. As we say, dare to be different. Uh, let's see. Ryan's got Stanford uh, winning the national championship. I, I respect that. I think Stanford was the number one overall seed uh, in the women's bracket. Uh, although, again, South Carolina went uh, undefeated, pretty much blew through the competition. Uh, as for, listen, I'll give my quick take on the, the the Tennessee Lady Vols. I think we get to the Sweet 16 just like the men's, uh, and, and then we fall. But South Carolina, um, Don Staley, like I said, has done an unbelievable job. With that program, Aaliyah Boss is going to be the number one pick of the WNBA draft, and that's that's just the way that is. So, I appreciate everybody stopping by. That is all the time for today's show for the Carving Up 2023 March Madness uh, preview show. Again, we, we thank Jamel Crothers for joining the show uh, here at The Grid. Uh, and also, be sure to like, share, comment, take two seconds out of your day, hit that big red subscribe button on Carving Up. It helps the channel grow exponentially. And like we mentioned earlier, please go subscribe to The Grid Network. That is G-R-Y-D, The Grid Podcast Network. Uh, you can find, again, all of our shows on YouTube, you can listen on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your podcast. Uh, you can find my show. You can find uh, Barry, all even podcasts. Check his stuff out. He had a great new show recently. Check uh, check that stuff out. Uh, we've got Patrick Brown. He's got the Chaotic Sports Podcast, but coming up soon, he's got the Forum Lakers Podcast. So a Lakers, you know, kind of niche podcast. Be sure to check that out. Lakers are playing good basketball as of late. Uh, so definitely going to be definitely want to get that list of what's that comes out. Uh, we've got Parnell. A newcomer here at the grid, the Commanders Demand podcast. Uh, Commander's doing a lot here in the offseason, so he's got a ton to talk about. Please go, go check his stuff out. He'll have a new episode coming soon. Uh, again, Ryan Flowers, the comments, Clutch Sports Talk. Check his stuff out on the grid YouTube channel. 
Uh, what else do we have? The Cowboys Cam Fan Podcast. Cowboys are, are all over the place in free agency right now uh, and, and potentially in the draft, so check out their stuff. Uh, gosh, Alfred at Parstar Jr., the Metropolitan Report, new episode coming possibly tomorrow, sometime in the next couple of days. He's doing a phenomenal job. It's the best baseball podcast you will listen to. Check his stuff out, the Metropolitan Report. Uh, again, I'm, ma- I'm making sure I do not forget anybody because everybody at the Grid Network is doing unbelievable, unbelievable work. Uh, so, yeah. Looking forward to the tournament. March Madness begins tomorrow. I will be back on Carving It Up Live tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific time on Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitter. So check my show out tomorrow. A ton to talk about. The Aaron Rodgers Jets news, etc. So uh, looking forward to getting to all of that. And certainly probably getting some March Madness, which will be going on as we're live tomorrow. So uh, be sure to check all of our stuff out on the Grid Network and check out Carving Up Live tomorrow, 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific time, Facebook Live, YouTube, Twitter. Have a great evening, everybody. Please continue to stay safe out there. Please be sure to take care of your physical as well as your mental health. God bless you all. Peace out. March Madness, baby. Here we go. Thanks so much for watching the show on YouTube. Be sure to click that big red subscribe button and go check out the other clips and full shows of Carving It Up Live. Have a blessed day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.